It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. Especially at this time, it is going to be a battle at the state level, and our attorney generals uh, will be, in many cases, I think the deciding factor, the actions they take on behalf of the citizens within their states and where there are issues that cross our state's borders. Uh, Eric Schmidt, the Attorney General of Missouri, joins me now. A number of issues on the table. Uh, First of all, Attorney General Schmidt, great to have you here on the show. Thanks for joining me. It's great to be with you again. So let's get the politics off the table because I want to get down to the Main Street issues. Uh, There is discussion about the retiring Senator Roy Blount's uh, position and you possibly running for this. So where are you? Oh, I'm running. No, I announced. I think, look, um, I think you look around and uh, it feels like our culture and our country is slipping away. And I've spent my time as attorney general fighting alongside President Trump and the America First agenda, secure borders, you know, energy independence, a prosperous accounting, uh, economy. I spent a lot of time doing that, was on the front lines, and now spending my time pushing back against you know, Joe Biden really trying to dismantle all that and a betrayal of the American workers. So I think Washington, D.C. needs more fighters and needs more reinforcements to save America. And so I've announced I'm running for the United States Senate. I'm excited about it. All right. The website, by the way, for everyone listening is SchmidtForSenate.com, S-C-H-M-I-T-T. Something to the experience that goes to the Senate if you're elected as a former attorney general, as you would be. You're currently the attorney general, but you would be the former attorney general. Uh, We've seen a lot of just attorneys, political figures who come from less of a private sector or less of a executive, even an executive in law enforcement type position. How valuable do you see that experience having dealt one-on-one at the state level? It's critical. I mean, I've been through those, you know, sort of pressure cookers, whether it was, you know, fighting for election integrity, um, you know, helping lead the charge on those battles last, you know, November and December. You really need somebody who can stand up take the heat and uh, and stand up for the things that they believe in, right, and that can save America. And so, yeah, we work with, I mean, we take on human trafficking. We had a sting operation this week, David, where we rescued some people from human trafficking. I mean, we're fighting back uh, on a whole host of issues. Um, and I think having that experience as an attorney general where you're fighting for the rule of law, you, you believe in this republic and what it stands for and understanding that that all of us, this was the, the genius of the founding of this country, is that we're all born with certain rights. They're not given to us by a king or a queen. They're given to us by God. And government is just our shared project to protect those rights. So I think having people in the United States Senate who understand what this country is all about, who are willing to fight for it, stand up to the Democrats. I mean, look and see what's happening with D.C. statehood. You look and see what's happening with H.R. 1. You look and see what's happening with packing the court. I mean, we need people who are going up there to fight, and that's been my record as Attorney General. I would take that same spirit to the United States Senate. You've taken on an issue. We've talked a lot about social media thus far on today's show, on the the big influencers, the effects on our society. And I often talk about the responsibility parents have before kids get to that point. But now Facebook's plan for Instagram for kids 
is not only being floated, I would say, in a sense, it is being created. Uh, you have a very open position on this. What is it and why do you take that position? It's incredibly dangerous, and I think there's a few reasons for it. I mean, what we know is that social media for kids under the age of 13 is very detrimental to their mental health, um, sort of how they view themselves, processing that information. And you would have Facebook essentially through Instagram targeting these kids. And it's free, right? But when something's free like that, you are the product. And so you're going to be bombarded with advertisements for kids that young. But perhaps most importantly, and the reason why this is a terrible idea, it is a sort of an online virtual hangout for child, um, you know, sexual predators. They know exactly where to go. Facebook has a terrible track record on this. You look at when they had Messenger for kids, kids were having conversations with people they shouldn't because people were able to kind of work around some of the um, restrictions that even parents tried to put in place. And in a much larger sense, Big tech has a terrible track record with privacy. Big tech right now has a terrible record as far as censoring conservatives. I mean, if you say something, look, Facebook censorship board just decided again last month to continue to de-platform the 45th president of the United States, Donald Trump, in the United States of America. The former president, you know, President Trump can't have his opinions be heard there or on Twitter. I mean, this is really beyond the pale. And so this is just another example of the irresponsibility that you have through big tech. And, and we're going to take that on at every, at every turn, including we've got a lawsuit against them right now for antitrust violations. We've got a lawsuit against Google for the same thing, privacy concerns. And so I think we need to take on these oligarchs, you know, with everything we got and the attorneys general are right in the middle of all that. You mentioned my next question, actually, in your commentary, and that is the antitrust lawsuit. You know, the easy defense by many is, well, they're a private company. They can do whatever they want, and legally they'd be right. But the antitrust issue is one that I find interesting. And the difference, what is the difference as you see it from the state level versus the national level when it comes to antitrust and a Facebook, for instance? I think where we're at right now is um, when the behavior becomes so pervasive and anti-competitive that there's no room for competition, which is what we cherish in the free market, there's a real problem. And so, you know, if you think of the sort of the Internet, you had a, when it first began kind of the centralized system. And then in the 90s, you know, I'm 45 years old. So when I was going to college, you had this sort of democratization of the Internet where people, there's this hope that people could get information. You weren't doing everything on microfiche. <laughs> it just was an explosion of information. That's really important. But now what you're seeing is that be, there's a bottleneck. It's being restricted. You know, Google, through their algorithms, can absolutely bury whether it's somebody they don't like um, on page 10, not page 1. They um, are on all sides of the transaction, Facebook and Google, whenever they're selling that advertising. And it makes it very difficult for any competitors. I mean, just look and see what happened with Twitter. When you had, you know, somebody said, well, go form your own Twitter. Well, Parler was sort of this emerging app. And then they completely lost their hosting privileges with Amazon. So you've got a real concentration of power that, in my view, needs to change because it doesn't lead to competition. It doesn't lead to this public form of speech, which I think is really important. And again, the First Amendment is the beating heart of the, of the Constitution. The reason for that is in this country, we think that you ought to have free expression of ideas. And when they have that much control, it is a real problem. 
My guest, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt, also a candidate for the Senate, uh, Schmidt for Senate, S-C-H-M-I-T-T, uh, for Senate.com is the website, uh, taking on a number of issues here. And uh, this battle that the state attorneys general have to fight uh, in, in many issues uh, has crossed the lines on immigration uh, issues, policies coming out of the Biden administration COVID restrictions, I think, are in, I don't know what it is anymore. I'll call it in flux right now. Uh, Guidance from CDC, issuances, tweets from the White House, and then this sudden change on masks in the last few days. Uh, I'm a follow the science guy, but this seems to be more about following the political science. You're right. No, I I said this has become... For so many Democrats in big cities, it's become virtue signaling over science. Um, And last week, we filed a lawsuit. St. Louis County is Missouri's largest county. It's a million people. Had the most restrictive regulatory regime in the state. If you wanted, you could sit next to a stranger on a bus on public transportation, but not next to a neighbor at church. They were treating churches differently still. They also had a situation where um, you had to get the government's permission have a barbecue like if you wanted to have a class reunion you needed to fill out a 23 point survey i mean this stuff is ridiculous so we filed suit and said enough is enough you don't get to do this this is not government's role this is about control and it's not about science and then three days later you know they relented and so this fight that we fight for freedom and for individual liberty takes on many different forms that's an example from the local level at the federal level you know we're leading the charge i've said I said in a speech a couple of weeks ago that, you know, Missouri, our office, we're leading the charge and taking a blowtorch to this Biden agenda because it is it's uh, more radical than anybody, I think, could have ever. I mean, people we were warning about it, but he said publicly now he wants to have the most progressive administration since FDR. That ought to scare people. But what's coming down? And so we led the charge on filing a lawsuit along with Texas on the migrant protection protocols that were abandoned by Joe Biden on day one. That is this now created this humanitarian crisis at the border, a national security crisis at the border. Um, the Remain in Mexico policy was working. Now they're going back to the Obama years where the people come here seeking asylum while they wait for their court date. They are released into the interior, never to be seen again. Well, of course, you're going to see people uh, try to game the system. You've got some bad people along the way in that journey from Central America to the United States border who are, you know, not, not only engaged in drug trafficking, but human trafficking. And he and the vice president have yet to go down to the border to address this. So that's another fight that we're taking. And one more I'll mention, too, that we're leading the charge on is this, quote, unquote, social cost of greenhouse gases. Without any legislation, they've essentially put a cabinet group together, a working group, to come up. What is the social cost of future wars and migration patterns that they, that they sort of tie to climate change and they pull those numbers back into the future like nostradamus less like newton pull it into the present time assess a value of in the billions and then over-regulate and overtax industries for a state like missouri where agriculture is such a big component i mean you could completely wipe out agriculture manufacturing same thing so all this stuff is happening within the administrative state which is very dangerous the founders knew there's no accountability there um, because you can't vote out the undersecretary of the EPA, right? There's no accountability. So this is one of those fights that we're also having. And again, why I'm you know, helping lead the charge uh, as an attorney general here to push back against this really radical Biden agenda.
There's a bottom-up push coming as well, and it was in focus uh, over what became a media story for some time. But Kim Gardner, the St. Louis uh, attorney, uh, county attorney, who prosecuted or initially prosecuted until dismissed by a judge, the McCloskeys, and that the reasons, and, and I don't want to go back just into that, but the almost activist-like approach by whether it's a county prosecutor, judges at at the state levels is something that I believe should concern all of us. And the attorney general's office in each state has a a responsibility here. Uh, How do you keep a fair legal system in place and and address when necessary the issues from activists, uh, whether it's a county prosecutor or judges? This is a great question, and I'll give you sort of two examples on how we've done that. Um, the first is um, you look at the sort of the, the McCloskey example where it's a, you know, the political prosecution. I mean, people we, Missouri has the strongest sort of uh, castle doctrine in the country, meaning you can protect not only your home but your property if you feel it at risk. And that's exactly what was happening. And so um, we took the extraordinary measure of Seeking a dismissal, we don't represent the McCloskeys, but seeking a dismissal on behalf of the people of the state of Missouri, because if that kind of prosecution can happen in St. Louis, it can have a chilling effect on the rest of Missourians exercising their fundamental right of self-defense. In Missouri, like in most states, the local prosecutors have exclusive jurisdiction over criminal matters. We, we handle the appeals, or if a prosecutor, particularly in rural Missouri, asks us to come in, we come in and prosecute those cases, but we have to be asked to come in. So it's a tremendous amount of power for these local prosecutors to have. And if it's being abused, like in the instance of Kim Gardner, and we're going to try to do everything we can. Another example of that is because we don't have exclusive jurisdiction to prosecute homicides in a city like St. Louis that has a skyrocketing homicide rate, where the, now the new mayor, a progressive mayor, is called on defunding the police. Corey Bush is celebrating the fact that they're cutting $4 million from the police budget, eliminating 100 positions. I mean, it's really a disaster. So we've partnered with the federal prosecutors, the Trump federal prosecutors in the eastern and the western district with our Safer Streets Initiative, where we've got state lawyers in our office that have been cross-designated as assistant U.S. attorneys now to prosecute violent crime where we can, where the feds have jurisdiction. Carjackings, assaulting police officers. We're the first state, first AG's office in the country really to have that kind of partnership. We're proud of it. Over 500 charges filed to date. So we got to get creative about it, but you bring up a great point. This is happening under people's noses. You've got these progressive prosecutors across the country that aren't very much interested in prosecuting violent crime, and we're going to do everything we can to fill that gap. Uh, Eric Schmidt, Attorney General of Missouri on the line, uh, also Senate candidate, his website, uh, schmidtforsenate.com. Uh, and final question, and I know one that is deeply personal to you, as well, uh, the fight to protect unborn babies, uh, and you have taken action on this. Uh, this is uh, something that is in the Sixth, Court, Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals. Uh, what's the latest update on your support and your actions to protect unborn babies with Down syndrome or other diagnoses? Yeah, Missouri, for example, um, has recently passed um, a lot of pro-life protections. And one of those is that um, a prenatal diagnosis of Down syndrome shouldn't be a death sentence. That can't be the reason for an abortion. And so 
we Missouri has that law. Arkansas has that law. Arkansas's case might go to the Supreme Court before Missouri. So we're leading the charge on the brief of that for the Supreme Court to take that case. Every life has value. Um, uh, we're all made in the image of God, and we have to fight to protect that that value. And so we're leading the charge on that briefing. It's very important to me. I'm the father of a son with a uh, genetic condition, and Stephen's 16 and nonverbal and um, has seizures all the time. And I've learned a lot from Stephen um, about what's really important in life. And um, so I'm going to do everything I can. It's sort of a, it's a mission of mine to protect those who are most vulnerable. And I think this fight on making sure we protect kids with Down syndrome is really important. I mean, you've seen some countries, you know, Iceland, for example, that uh, it's essentially a genocide at this point of kids with Down syndrome. They don't have any more in their society. And they certainly add value to all of us. Um, and I can say that with certainty as a, as a parent. Eric Schmidt, Attorney General of Missouri, Senate candidate as well. It's SchmidtForSenate.com. Uh, we covered a wide range of issues, sir, and I certainly hope you'll come back <laughs> as the campaign I will. continues. I loved it. I love being able to, to have conversations on a, on a bunch of topics, and you're, uh, it's always fun joining you and hope to be back. You certainly will be. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, I'll take a quick break myself, and then I'll be right back. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.